Welcome to Push Rim Life After Injury Podcast for August 9th, 2013, episode 30, Disability Etiquette. I'm Ray Pizarro. I'm Richard Bell. We'd like to thank our audience for being with us once again. Um, for those newly tuning in, um, these shows are for people to tap into spinal cord injury related topics that affects, you know, all of us being in a chair and injured. Um, so today on the show, um, we uh, are going to talk about a little etiquette that goes along with uh, being in a chair and certain type of disabilities. We have a uh, guest today with us that's going to be sitting in on our topic of conversation, Carlos Benavides. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate being here, Richard. Hey, good to have you, bro. And um, so for those who don't know, Carlos is one of the biggest wheelchair advocates that we have here in Los Angeles. And uh, before we get started on etiquette, um, can you just, you know, give us a brief rundown on how you got injured and, you know, the process of I know you had an interesting story, you know, moving from injury to Rancho Los Amigos. So can you give us a little, little brief, uh, yeah. My name's Carlos Benavides, as I told you. I'm a, out of page, I'm a patient advocate over at Rancho Los Amigos. I'm also one of the artists there. I got hurt back in 2003 and I didn't see a doctor till 2005. Okay. Wow. That was due to complications with workman's compensation and their etiquette. Wow. Um, they, they were sending a lot of my records all over the place. So, you know, if, if you have to deal with workman's compensation, be prepared. Okay. At the time, uh, they tried to get me into Rancho Los Amigos, but they didn't have anybody there to handle workman's comp, which they do now. So luckily we kept fighting and fighting. And I got put in through the polio clinic. Okay. There you go. As far as all the records show, I'm a, I was a polio. Somebody with polio. That is, that affects the spinal cord. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really hard. Uh, so being polio, it was hard for me to get a doctor to see me with spinal cord. Mm. So up to about a couple of months ago, a month and a half ago, I ran into a Dr. Scott who was able to get me onto the, to see my first spinal cord doctor. Okay. So now I go to the Comar Clinic and you know, I'm actually in the spinal cord section. Cool. Well, welcome aboard. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I had a um, hard time getting in there, too. Well, I mean, not a hard time. It was just, it wanted, uh, of course, the insurance company thought it would be cheaper to put me in a convalescent home. But, you know, thanks, thankfully, I have a really feisty wife and uh, made it over to Rancho, too. So, But, um, you know, Rancho, for those who don't know, is one of the premier spinal cord um, injury rehabilitation places. And um, if you get a spinal cord injury, that's the place you kind of want to be. So Yeah, there's a few out-of-state places that are really great also. But like yeah. I said, uh, you want to get the most out of your rehab and, and a well-rounded rehab hospital with a lot of great, you know, resources, support groups, you know, recreation opportunities. I mean, that's, that's a spot. And uh, we're just happy to be there. I know I work next to uh, Carlos there also as a uh, No Barriers um volunteer as a peer mentor there so i mean they just have a lot of great opportunities for people to uh get prepared right, right so when right. they leave home they they have at least something to go home with that they learned while they were in rehab right. absolutely yeah so now moving on to etiquette yeah the basics let's let's throw some basics around you know there's quite a few out there that gets under our skin a little bit as we did our pet beef show before but these are more of that 
I guess able-bodied people should really keep in mind when they uh, deal with people with, you know, certain disabilities. Um, and one of them that, that I looked up was, uh, and that makes sense is, um, you know, asking for help, you know, or asking, you know, if you need help. Right. Uh, that's how I should word it. Um, cause a lot of people want to take the liberty to help you across the street. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of dangerous depending on your injury and how well your balance is. Am I correct? That's true. You know, because some people, you know, as me, it happened to me. I'm rolling down the street. Yeah, I don't, I'm not the most graceful pusher when it comes to crossing the street, but here comes a good Samaritan behind you. Boom, gives you a nice jolt in the back and you almost flop out of your chair. You know, and, yeah. and, and I don't think that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's scary. Has that happened to you guys? Yeah, no? all the time. But, you know, it gets the heart, heart racing a little bit. But, uh, yeah, no, it happens. And, uh, you know, us, us with, um, higher level, like, you know, Ray and I are like C6 or 5-6. Um, that's where our injury is on our core, which makes that, you know, which makes us little jellyfish like, you know, right. we don't have any real tonal support in our trunk to keep us up. So, you know, any little jolt or push. You know, could throw us from one side to the other, or even throw us out of the chair. Right. So, what are, and um, what's which? Myself, I'm a C2 to a T1. Oh, okay, so you also have um, balance issues too. I have balance issues, and also on account of the length of time it took me to get to a physician, I have a uh, a lot of neuro- neurological damage. Oh, that's that's not cool. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that's that's pretty. That's no bueno. It's, it's really not because, you know, most of the time we, we want to be as independent as possible when we're out in the community, you know. So we, we make sure we, uh, we always trying to give a good, good effort to be able to accomplish things by ourselves. Like, I don't yeah. know, go to the store, buy things, get in and out. And yeah, when, when we ask for help, we will, you know, but at the same time, we have to know how to respond to people when they ask us if we need help. Right. You know, we, we, my best, response is oh no i'm okay i got i got it but i appreciate you asking you know right and you leave a you plant a good seed on them that at least they ask instead of going there and helping themselves to your grocery bags or pushing you or or avoiding you totally exactly (laughs) yeah yeah um we were talking before how you know when we go grocery shopping there's something uh way up on the shelf and you know you'll see the person spot us and they they will turn around and go the other way because I don't know what what they think. They think they might catch our uh, spinal cord injury. Yeah, or like or like Ray said earlier that we might be asking them for money. <laughs> you know, which really, all we, yeah, all we are doing is just waiting there. You know what I mean? But they look at you sometimes like, yeah, you know, there's something wrong with you, or you know, hey, and there's not. You know, we're just asking for help. Um, right. So then know. they end up avoiding the whole aisle. Oh yeah, they'll go, they'll go to the next <laughs> yep. aisle, yeah. and then you wait for them to come around the back, you know, and then smile at them, say, "Hey, can you help me?" I don't know. Do, yeah. do you think it just makes people feel uncomfortable being around a person in the chair? Yeah, I think um, you know, people lack of are, knowledge. Yeah, people are usually uncomfortable with uh, stuff they're not familiar with. Yeah, so understand. if they don't have somebody in their family or have a friend who's suffered an injury, you know, they don't they don't know how to respond. So. Yeah, and then you get those weird, awkward comments they make sometimes, right? Because mm-hmm. they don't know about anything, so they're like, "Um, right. no racing." Um, yeah, 
Yeah. Or no Slow sp- down. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No speeding in the store. You're gonna get yeah. a ticket. So, and yeah. we're like, oh, we're so over that already. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But we gotta just look and smile and go about our business because yeah. it's it's just the way people are, right? At times. Yeah. So for all you all of you able-bodied people out there, please don't police us in the store. You know, please, yeah. please just stop. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'd prefer more if you talk to me just like as if I were able-bodied, just like you. Right. Um. I think one of my pet peeves about the etiquette is when you're talking to somebody and they're actually talking to somebody behind you and not at you directly. Right. And they won't look at you. That yeah. eye to eye contact, that right? Eye to eye contact. That's a big thing, you know, as, right. as far as I'm concerned, because you know what? It shows we have respect, you know, we're on the same level. Yeah. Or you make a reservation for a restaurant and you know, when you roll up, your name is on the reservation. But they won't look at you. They'll, you know, go to whoever you're at dinner with. And it's like, dude, I'm right here. Yeah, I, you brought, know? I brought my date. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I I'm, I'm paying. Yeah. I'm tipping also. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> so when you get that crummy tip, you, uh, you blame it on the, the person in the front desk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, another big thing is, well, myself, I'm in a power chair. Okay. Um, if you're in a power chair and you happen to fall, don't, or at least wait till I ask you to help me up because I had somebody had an incident one time where I did fall. I hit a curb, fell over, and a couple of guys decided, you know what, they were going to try and pull me up in my wheelchair, which was caused a lot more damage than what it could have done. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, these uh, power chairs could weigh, you know, in a neighborhood of, you know, three to 400 pounds. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely ask, you know, it's the best way. I guess uh, I'm trying to pivot you up would probably work better than to try to pick you up, right? I think untying my, my seatbelt would have been a lot better because then I could have just fallen on the floor. They could have picked up my chair and then we could have worked from there. Yeah, there you go. Great idea. Yeah. Um, another one that, that uh, happens quite often too is where you're in social gatherings and maybe you don't know the person quite well and, you know, that invasion of, of your private space. You know, where people come up and feel they could put your arm around your, lean on your shoulder or be like, hey, what's going on? And, and you end up dang near falling, you know, and, and off your chair. And some people don't know that they have some pain issues that go along with that too, right? Right. Are you talking about the strip club again? Not that one, bro. We're going to skip that one. No, we'll leave that one out. Yeah. Or that you're a TV tray. So they're going to put everything on your lap or tell you to hold my drink or, you know. Yeah. Use your back of your chair as a coat rack. Yeah, exactly. I have to tell them I'm sorry. Without asking. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as quadriplegics, um, we sometimes go in and they give you that cup. Don't you hate that when they put the cup so you could pour your own drink? Oh, yeah. And be like, uh, no, I, I can't use my fingers. Would you help me out? And they look at you again and they, they're with a puzzled look on their face because you just gave me your credit card and you just pushed in here. And you can grab a soda and help yourself. You know, well, the I mean, cup that, yeah, that's a little different. That's a different situation there because you have to balance. And there's no way I could, um, you know, fill a cup up and then Put roll ice. it over. Yeah, and then roll it over to my table without spilling it. There's just that's not happening. No, not at all. Yeah, so that's when you got to kind of educate people. And like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not able to. Can you help me out? I mean, they're good about that. Yeah, they're, they're usually pretty pretty good about that. Um. Um, also, um, you know, Ray and I, uh, as quads, you know, we don't have a, a lot of arm strength. So, uh, you know, if we're, you know, I usually ride with him when we go places and a lot of times we have to wait, 
you know, for somebody to come along to help us get up the ramp, you know, to get into his van. And, uh, you know, some people are a little timid about it. You know, you know, we have to ask. Sometimes we don't. But, you know, if you see somebody who's struggling trying to get in their van, just please offer them a little hand, you know, but don't push them by their shoulders. Definitely yes, push push no. by the back of the chair. The upper upper backrest yeah. of the chair, if that handles, use the handles and go slow. Right. Don't try to be like, whoa, there you go, you're in, because you could fall out either, catch right. a rail and tip over, you know. Make sure you kind of etch, you know, let them know how how you want to be pushed up the ramp safe yeah, safely. I think basically that would be on somebody that's in the chair to educate that person. You know, yes. Tell, tell them exactly what you're looking for. Don't be scared if you're going to ask them for help. You know, tell them what you need and how to attain what you need done in a safe way. Right. Right. And then, um, what about I? I, I think on on the um little pamphlet I was reading, there was something about um service animals. Uh, can you elaborate on like what's what's some etiquette around okay you know, people's service? Yes, if you have a service animal, in fact, I got a bulldog that I'm working on right now. Okay, she's really great. Um, basically, you can carry that dog with you, and they don't. It doesn't have to be a service animal, just like to pick stuff up. It could be something like, say, somebody like myself with neurological problems. When you get around certain situations, you get hyper and anxious and everything. So, she's more of a therapy dog. So you got something to focus on. Like a uh, companion. Yes. You know, yeah. pretty much that's what it, you know, that's what she is. Mm-hmm. Um, she can go with you to different places. So, you know, she's cute. So everybody wants to come up and pet her, but you know, ask first because she is, she's on the job. She's right? on the job, right? Yeah. Pretty much she's on the job. You know, she will not going to take treats from you. Um, uh, she's not going to jump up and down on your lap. And you know, I think she's all friendly. She's there basically to take care of me, make sure, you know, watch my space. So, you know, Pretty much, if you you know if you run across somebody with a companion dog, you know, tell them, hey, you know, it's a beautiful dog. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to pet it? You know, that way mm-hmm. you're aware, he's aware, he could tell the dog, you know what, sit, and there won't be no conflict. Right, and won't interfere also with all the training that was right. done to get the dog prepared for you. Right, correct. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's those are good tips and points. Um, mm. uh, another one is uh, how about terminology, guys? Um, you know, a uh, certain way people. Uh, you know, um, describe us, you know, um, and there's some here I'm going to read off to you guys and I want to hear you guys' input. Uh, avoid using things like handicapped, crippled, or retarded. Gimp, uh, don't forget Gimp. Well, uh, Gimp oh, is, Gimp's a good one. Gimp's a funny one. If you have a sense of humor, Gimp's is okay in our, in a lot of people's books, but, yeah. um, there's other words you could substitute like, you know, physically challenged, for example. That's a good word. I don't mind that at all. Because that's, we are challenged, you know. Mentally challenged. Differently able. That one's good too. You could use that too, you know, to say, or, or person who uses a wheelchair. You know, all those are great substitutes for, you know, handicapped and crippled. You know, that's back in the sixties, I guess. You know, you could use those. That's what they thought we were is just crippled. You know, they could even use the same thing that they would use for, uh, a small person, you know, so to say, they can call us vertically challenged. I mean, you know, they can say anything like that's that. That's a great one. I like that one. Vertically challenged. That's, yeah. that's right. We yeah. are, we are challenged vertically. And, yeah. and that doesn't kind of take a blow because, you know, you could imagine after years and years of people always, if that was the only word they use, like, you're crippled. That'll, that'll make us mentally feel like we can't do anything, right? Or after a while. Or you're handicapped. You know, that's, yeah. To me, you know, to me, handicapped. 
It's um, just an old word. It's yeah. it's out, outdated. Yeah. To me, somebody yeah. that's really disabled or handicapped, that means that they're ignorant to something. You know what I mean? Right. right. And if you, you know, if you have a friend, you know, like, like me, my, you know, myself personally, I don't care, you know, call me whatever, you know, I saw my friends, you know, they'll joke around, call me Gimp or whatever. And, you know, I'm cool with that, but, you know, the next person might not be. So, you know, if you have a friend that, you know, is cool with whatever, just be aware that other people might not be so, you know, fond of those uh, names. Yeah. What we should do is what we should do and what they should do is like, Hey, we're in a group setting. You're my friend. You know, we kid around back and forth. Right. But you know what? If we don't know somebody out there, we shouldn't kid with them. Right. You know, we should respect that, them for what they are and see what they'll, you know, what they want to be called or how that, they want to be called. Yeah. And that's where a little bit of etiquette goes a long way to yeah, make sure both people are, you know, respectful of each other and right. don't really hurt anyone's feelings yeah. while they're out there doing stuff. Yeah. Everybody has different sensitivities. You know? Correct. And, 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 in that same, uh, terminology one, um, you know, put the for a person first. You know, they say, um, you know, persons with a disability rather than disabled persons. That makes a lot of sense, you know. Um, that kind of eases up on the hardness of disabled person. You know, like, oh, what that right away thinks, oh, the person can't do much, you know, for themselves or not. What do you guys think? Yeah. that That's a good idea. But myself, I look at anybody just like Ray, Richard. Right. Um. Anybody that's out there, I just mm-hmm. look at you as a person. I don't look at you as yeah. what you are or as how you are. And, I want, and I'll treat you the same way I'd like to be treated. And and I think that that's a good point you make, Carlos, is because um, I think that's a big part that changed for me when I got hurt is now I see, I don't see color. I don't see where you're from. I don't see how rich you are, how poor you are. We're all on, kind of on the same playing field because we're all challenged in different ways, mm. you know, mm. and more so physically. So now everything, I mean, it changed me for becoming a better man and not so, you know, one judgmental, s- judgmental yeah. one-sided. Because I, I, I think I, I was judgmental and one-sided because we, we weren't educated and we really didn't live the life, right? Yeah. But see, the good thing is we can, we can look at things two ways where they can only look at things one way. Um, at the time when I was walking able-bodied, I didn't really see as many people in chairs or accept them. You know, I mean, I'd see they were there, I'd open the door for them or, you know, I'd let them go by and that's all I'd look at them as. The more and more I got around the community and the different people and, you know, became a family like a rancho. Rancho's a big family. It's not even a hospital, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the more you get around a community like that, you're in, in tune to everybody else's feelings. So, maybe people that are able-bodied out of Sit in a chair and follow us around one day for a couple of hours just to see if how they last and see you know see what it's what life is from our side. Yeah, get that uh, reality, that uh, fresh dose of perspective, right? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking as you're you know saying that I'm like before I was injured, I don't think I ever really interacted with anybody in a chair. Well, I, I don't do. I don't remember. Yeah, I had a friend, but I mean you know. Be, you know, if you think about it for a minute, you didn't really see as many people as you do in a chair like you do now. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I, you Maybe know. once a month yeah. or once every two months you see someone. But now, around. you know, any, any chair I see, I'm like, you know, I gravitate to her. I'm like, oh, how are they sitting in their chair? You know, yeah. you what know, kind of equipment what, are they yeah. using? What kind, what kind of cushion, chair is what kind it? Of cushion you got? Yeah. 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 You know, and but yeah, it's, it's true. But you know, there's, it's just like, uh, 
It's not so much. I don't think that they didn't notice. We didn't want to notice. Yeah. Okay. We didn't want to accept. We didn't want to notice. Right. We didn't, we didn't really want to be in tune to what was out there because it didn't affect us. Right. Directly. Right. Okay? Right. And what people ought to realize is, you know what? Just like myself, I was in a shirt and tie at nine o'clock in the morning, at nine o two in the morning. And that was it. That was my whole story. Right. Um, everybody out there should realize they're only one minute away from being in a chair or being bedridden or being something. So, you know, they should learn to communicate. I'm sorry. They should learn to communicate and understand the situation because you don't want to find out about the situation and learn how to live it when it's already on top of you. Well said. Yeah, I agree. And just like our previous uh, episode um, that we had, they, uh, Dr. Sarah Fredley mentioned, we're, the able bodies are all tabs, temp- temporarily able bodies yeah. right. in a way because eventually – you're going to break your leg, your ankle. You're going to be you gonna down. succumb to aging. Aging hmm. or, or cripple you. So it, it's almost inevitable, you know, that, that some kind of injury or disability is going to bring you down. And, right. And myself, I look at my disability as an ability because now I use other senses that I didn't use before. Right. And, right. you know, I, you res- I respect life. I respect life. It's not like being out there where, you know, I'll just do everything and anything and not care. Yeah. Now I live life as it should be, you know, I live it to its fullest. Good for you. So, yeah, th- those are a few tips. I mean, uh, I'm going to give you guys a website you guys um, could could definitely look at. They have great publications, and I go there all the time. They have a great one on disability etiquette, like we mentioned here today, just a few pointers. But you could, guys could read more in-depth about different disabilities and yeah. And etiquettes also that go along right. with like blindness and, and deaf people and, deaf people and things yeah. like that. So the, the website, um, the United Spinal Cord Association is where you could find, uh, those great publications that, and their website is unitedspinal.org. So go through there and, and click on their publications a tab and you'll be able to tap into a lot of great resources there, um, to be able to, you know, learn and, and be educated and educate others at the same time. So, um, so Carlos, as we wrap up, um, any, any particular place people could find you other than push rim? I know you're on there also. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, basically you could find me at, uh, CB digital designs at Gmail or at Facebook there. Like I told you before, I'm one of the artists. So I do have a lot of artwork on there. Okay. Um, yeah, please check out his artwork. Yeah. Or, you know, you can find me through Rancho. Just ask about me and, you know, any information that I can help, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll find it for you. If I can't find it, I'll find someone else that knows and I'll get it for you. Good, good. And we'd like to have you again, maybe do an art episode yeah. and maybe uh, showcase some of your artwork on our, you know, on our audio, on our video. That'd be podcast. great. And on my own, on my own behalf, I want to, you know, thank you, Ray and Richard. And I appreciate everything you do and to the people behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. 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 No, thank you. It's a, it's our pleasure to spotlight people like yourself that are doing great things in the disabled community. And maybe people out there will tap into these little nuggets of information and, and improve their lives in some way. That's why we do them. So, you know, hopefully it helps. Yeah. Great. No, I think it does. <laughs> That's right. So, um, so, okay. You can find us on YouTube on our YouTube channel. It's club push room, which is one word. And um, if you do um, check us out there, please subscribe. And uh, Yeah, and also you can find us on our website, which is uh, pushrim.com, social network community for family, friends, and people affected by spinal cord injuries. 
Uh, also iTunes, Google Plus. I mean, just type in Pushrim and uh, we sh- you should find us. And if you want to get in contact with us directly, please uh, email us at info at pushrim.com with any questions, show topics, or even things we forgot to mention on the show. And then we could reply and, and you know, have that better interaction with you all. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, keep on pushing on. And we want to thank uh, Carlos once again for being with us. And we'll, we'll, you'll see him more again <laughs> on, on future episodes. He has a lot of great things to share with, with all of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So with that, we leave you guys. Please enjoy your summer and, and you know, have a great, great rest of your um, months ahead. And we'll catch up with you later. Remember, there's always life after injury. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Thank you. Peace out. <laughs>